0: mindfulness we've been here for a couple days and change two and a half days and maybe you've noticed that your experience watching it as closely as you have is not all pleasant (laughs) to say the least yeah, there's there's been some discomfort, some pain. Maybe coming into day three now, as your resistances <laughs> are dropping, which is what happens in meditation retreats, right? We soften, we soften, we um, are open. We practice openness, receptivity, and so all everything the the painful stuff that we may have been hiding from starts to come up. And of course, there's just the regular, the regular, um, you know, aches and pains of being a person alive in a body with nerves. <laughs> All of this, of course, is the nature of being human. Pain is to be expected, but we don't like it. We don't ever expect it. We don't think it's part. Of, it should be part of the equation, right? When pain is here, I mean, like all living things, human beings, of course, recoil from pain. This is part of part of what it means to be a living as well. Of course, we recoil from pain and unpleasantness. And then also, I in you know, looking at my own mind as I've been aware of pain moment by moment, day by day, week by week, retreat by retreat. I see that there's certain attitudes of mind that I have towards pain and that I've seen also and heard from other people are common. They're common to, to human beings. The aversion to pain, the assumption that there's something going wrong when we feel pain, that I'm doing something wrong. That needs to be fixed. There's just something going terribly awry when there is either physical pain or emotional pain is our first assumption. Maybe we meet pain with um, fear. I definitely fear pain. That might be my first physical pain. I'm like, oh, no. And fear says, you know, the catastrophic thinking of fear might be saying, what if I'm really injuring myself right now or something? And if I believe in that, those fear thoughts they might carry away me away, and it tends to make the the pain worse when relating to it from those kinds of chitta. <laughs> and um, so, because pain, it's like there's, there's we have all kinds of different strategies for relating to pain. And what I found in myself, I hear, I've been hearing a lot, I heard a lot about in my early, early practice about um, meeting pain with compassion. And honestly, that didn't really start happening to me until I had um, exhausted all of my other strategies. Until I had stopped fighting, stopped fighting the pain. And all my strategies of resistance and avoidance. Um, when I finally was able to drop resistance to pain, I found that compassion naturally arose. So that was a big learning for me. Because until that point, when the teachers would talk about cultivating compassion or meeting pain with compassion and self-compassion, I wouldn't really... It was like what Dave said, I think, on the first day. It's such a big word. It's kind of abstract <coughs> and like a, a huge, big emotion that the Dalai Lama talks about that we should, we should all have more compassion and everything would be fine. And I think that's true. But I think many of us hear that and go, what does that mean? Actually, how do I find it? Mm -hmm. And I've always been one of those practitioners of like, if you're going to, I'm not going to try to generate some kind of state. I'm not, it just feels fake to me. I'm going to um, explore and see what is, what is compassion or what is blocking compassion, And that's what I found. I found that what was blocking compassion for me was resisting and fighting my pain. And there's a whole, you know, we have to, each of us needs to find our way into this resistance to an aversion of pain um, because we all have different conditioning and we all have different habits and... uh You know, it's not easy to work our way through that. But by taking a look at compassion, by exploring and investigating compassion as a practice, we can learn more. We can use our present time awareness to see just what is blocking my capacity to care for my pain. Right? So that's what I thought we would play with today, this afternoon. A little bit of um, compassion theory, if you will. Last night um, in my talk, I was talking about, I mentioned how Rodney Smith sort of sums up the Buddhist spiritual path as moving from thinking to presence or moving from clinging to thinking or being enchanted by thinking to presence. When we let go of being enchanted by and captured by thinking, we'll naturally drop into this citta, a, an awakened chitta, as Dave said this morning, a momentary awakened chitta of present-time awareness with the mind that doesn't need things to be different. Sometimes we'll just drop into that, and I really hope that, and I've heard from some of you that you have had some moments of that in the retreat, in between all of the aches and pains and difficulties and boredom and resentments and <laughs> petty, you know, like hatreds you know that spring up it's like why are they doing that that way I know I know all about it and so you know but every now and then there might be a moment of just allowance and it's filled with metta friendliness letting things be just as they are in presence is this heart of metta it's right there (coughs) Um, presence as a mind state is filled with metta Loving, kind, you know, friendliness, goodwill, non-resistance, allowance. And it's th- also the intention, the hard intention towards non-harming. Kindness, goodwill, friendliness. So that's kind of like base camp of the heart. Metta. And that's why we've been emphasizing it, you know, some first two days. Remember last night I, I talked about... In the metta sutta, the Buddha compares metta to the love of a mother to her child, her only child. And all of us at least can imagine or have felt what that love is like, hopefully. I don't know, maybe not, at moments, (laughs) I mean, depending. But we can imagine the mother, the unconditional love of a mother to her child. And so how does this heart of metta respond to pain? This unconditional mother love with compassion. Metta responds to pain by caring about it, not by hating it or avoiding it or resisting it or fighting it or judging it or being fearful of it. It's simply metta cares. Compassion cares. And and that, to me, is like my baseline definition of compassion. To care about pain. It's what the heart of metta does in response to pain. To care about and also to act. To reduce pain. Reduce suffering. Compassion acts. It's compassion, you, you know, you might as well use the word wisdom. Exactly the same. The wisdom, compassionate, wise heart acts to reduce suffering in the systems, whether the systems are our mind-body systems or whether they're cultural, cultural, societal systems of suffering and harm-causing. Compassion is a very beautiful, powerful, amazing feeling of the heart. And so, uh, you know, I can say this because I've discovered it through this practice. Um... We want to move away from this abstract, this is, I can talk about it in words, <coughs> the responsive heart is compassion. But in, you know, we, we then want to explore cultivating it, finding it, turning toward it in ourselves. Now, like I said at the beginning, this means being willing to feel our pain. Bummer. <laughs> but but that's what it takes. We need to be willing to acknowledge and feel our pain rather than avoid it, run away from it. Or even be entangled in it. Entangled in it and kind of when we're entangled in pain like the the emotion of self pity might arise, which is um what's called the near enemy of compassion. It just means that feeling of care that's messed up by ego. <clears throat> you know my pain. It's all about my pain. That's more like self-pity. Compassion is really quite (coughs) huge. When we feel, when we feel, when I feel authentic compassion for my pain, it actually encompasses all pain. And there's everyone's pain. You see and you feel that it's like there's this sense of the universality of pain and compassion and the recognition of that. And the caring deeply about that. (laughs) And um, there's also, because it is wisdom, an expression of wisdom, an emotional expression of wisdom, there is also wise view in pain, in compassion, I'm sorry. Because compassion sees that it's nobody's fault. That there's no one or nothing to blame. There may be some conditions that have caused this particular sort of physical pain, say, or emotional pain, that we can attend to and compassion will go ahead and do that it will attend to those conditions that it sees are direct causes of the pain but often there is no one direct cause and we can you know compassion and wisdom sees that pain arises according to causes and conditions most of which we are out of control of including the primary condition of being embodied in a flesh fleshly body with nerves in it that feel are very sensitive did we do that did we make that choice no did we did somebody say to us at the beginning could you could be a human flesh person or a robot who would have chosen robot no (laughs) i'm thinking but you know what i'm saying this is out of our control this is out this is nobody's fault this is the design of things. Compassion sees this and stops fighting it and responds with compassion, which is actually the big game changer. It's the ch- game changer. There's allowance and there's responsivity in it. You know, it's like it allows pain to be bearable. Compassion, it's big, it's spacious, and so on. It's a good thing. <laughs> in other words, it's, a, it's, a, it's something to cultivate. And so we spend some time uh, in this Buddhist path cultivating, turning, inclining our mind toward our heart of care. Thich Nhat Hanh says this. Just like our organs, our anger or our painful emotions or painful pain in the body, it's part of us. When we are angry, we have to go back to ourselves and take good care of our anger. We cannot say "Go away, anger! I don't want you." When you have a stomach ache, you don't say "I don't want you, stomach. Go away." No, you take care of it. In the same way, we have to embrace and take care of our anger, and this is ang word anger is standing in for painful emotion or pain in the body. So we'll do some practice and see if we can come up with some creative, responsive um ideas or intentions for caring for our pain today <coughs> this afternoon okay all right so I'm going to start as I did the other day with meta we're going to stand up after lunch low energy and so let's um, let's just do some patting. Pat yourself. Pat yourself. All right, up and down your arms. Inside of your arms. Underneath. Under your arms. Pat. 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 This is a Qigong exercise. Patting the back of your neck. Anywhere that feels tense or tight. Gently, kindly patting your legs. And my scalp. And now slow it down a little. Find a place that likes some touch and just stay there for a second. And now do any kind of stretching or moving that will feel good to you right now. Anything you wanna do for just a few seconds. Stretching. Loosening. Getting some breathing in there, breathing into your body. coming to a stop, to a stillness, standing posture. Feeling yourself embodied. Checking in to the state of the systems, your body, the energy, where you feel sensation right now. And your mind. Checking into your mood, whether your mind feels expansive or contracted or heavy or light, however it is. And then find a seat, a comfortable position. Um, It doesn't need to be, it shouldn't be rigid, it should be comfortable, so if you're going to sit on a chair, choose to sit on a chair for this one, or sit in a way that doesn't bring too much pain or stiffness to your body. How is my tone of voice about this loud? Okay. Okay. So, gathering our attention in the here and now. And let's begin by um, finding for you where, what aspect of your experience feels good right now. Feels easeful or pleasant whether it's an area of your body or an activity like just the simplicity of breathing, whether it's the spaciousness of sound, or the heart feeling intention or words of self-meta, kindness, spend a moment to find the good the nourishing aspect of your experience right now and if you find many, great, more than one They're good. Shift around between them. Enjoy them. Enjoy these pleasant or nourishing or centering experiences, calming. Maybe you feel appreciation for this aspect of your experience. And if that is the case, enjoy the appreciation, feel that in your body, almost like it's coming into your body like honey, sinking down into your body, this goodness. you're having trouble finding something, really just choose something simple, neutral, the feeling of your hands, your feet, the sound of a bird. And remember this experience, this place. We may use it again during this guided meditation. Now, we're going to do some... um, Use our imagination skillfully. So I'm going to invite you to bring to mind someone you know and care for. Someone that you love, a friend, a relative, or other being. Doesn't have to be a human being. But someone who's going through a hard time right now. having some difficulty, challenge, and this is a mindfulness-based practice. So we're going to take it slow. We're going to offer some suggestions and then see what happens. Stay aware, not expecting anything to happen in particular, just looking to see. So what happens as you bring this friend or loved one to mind? who's going through some difficulty right now noticing if any sensations come up in your body or emotions in your body Perhaps imagining this person in their difficulty in your mind's eye and seeing what this picture memory or recollection does to you emotionally and allow whatever happens to happen. And whether or not your heart of care or feeling empathy with this person or care about their pain arises naturally, we're going to drop in some suggestions, phrases to the mind heart and see what happens. And these are some of the phrases that I use. Feel free to keep it very simple or whatever words work for you. I care about your pain, or may I care about your pain, and then we drop the phrase in and see what happens, if anything, it may be nothing. May I meet your pain with compassion. I care about you. I care about your pain. And I see it and I care about it. Refreshing the image of this friend as needed. As it fades away, think about him or her again, or they, them. I see your pain. I feel with you. I care about your pain. You don't have to be feeling that exact sentiment. Just see what those words do. If you feel some blocking or resistance, you might drop in a question. Can I care about your pain? How can I care about your pain? How might I care about your pain? offering whatever intentions or words of care. I like to sometimes practice putting my hand over my heart to connect myself physically with my heart center. May I care about your pain. any tightness or tension comes up in your body or mind see what you can do to soften to allow whatever is happening And then letting the image of this person, memory or being, letting the memory of them go, wishing them well, may you be free of pain and suffering, may you be happy, wishing them well. If you feel you need to come back to a place of um, stability or pleasantness or centeredness that we found at the beginning reconnect with that for a moment And always feel free to go back to this pleasant object whenever you need to, whenever you're feeling overwhelmed or whatever's happening is too difficult. You always have these other experiences to go to that are pleasant, that are good. And so now I invite you to find a place in your body that does not feel great right now. Maybe feel some physical pain, aching, heat, stabbing, whatever it is. Find the pain and be aware of it. Feel it in the spaciousness of awareness. As you turn toward this pain, you can sense into it. See moment by moment what the sensations are. And then you can broaden out and see how is your mind relating, or as Dave said this morning, how is the mind behaving in response to this pain? Whatever you see or don't see is fine. How do you feel about this pain in your body? And so recognizing whatever way you naturally relate, and then we'll turn the mind toward some compassion, making some suggestions to ourselves for how to meet this pain and see what happens. Recognizing that pain is here and allowing myself to feel it not run away Reflecting that this is human. This is part of the design of things. This is no one's fault. This is just conditions arising out of my control. And I am not alone in this. Every single one of us in this room right now are feeling some pain somewhere in our body. I'm not alone in this. And I care about this pain. May I meet this pain with compassion. How might I care for this pain? Dropping in the question, the statement, and see what happens. care about you? How can I care? And if something should come to mind, some response or compassionate action to take to help to relieve this pain, Go ahead and do it. Move or stretch or rub. Whatever might come to mind. Or if it's just meeting it with compassion helps. Meeting it with care. meet this pain with compassion. If you feel warmth or care, notice where in your body you feel it. Get to know this feeling that we call care or compassion. If you feel it, And if not, just notice how your body feels and your emotions. Check in with yourself mindfully as we go. And now coming back to our neutral or pleasant place for a moment, almost like a refreshment, perhaps just even taking a deep, deep breath, refreshing in-breath and out-breath, and letting this fresh air fill us, fill our head, fill our body, fill our legs, arms, and the out-breath letting go and now one last experiment in imagination I invite you to bring to mind some area where you are having difficulty here at this retreat or something that is present for you in your life right now something that is causing you some stress some difficulty or pain emotional pain confusion some place where you're having a hard time and as you recollect this feeling or situation notice how your body and mind feel stay present if you can with any emotions that come up Sensations. And cultivating an attitude of compassion towards this situation or painful emotion. I see you. I am willing to feel you and allow that you're here and I understand that this is human I'm not alone in this this is part of how I am designed is to feel and have challenges sometimes I allow that you're here arising according to conditions And nobody's to blame. May I meet this painful situation or emotion with compassion? May I care about this pain? dropping in the statement I care about you and see what happens or I care about me I care about this pain is it possible to approach this with that heart of meta, like a mother to her child her only child I care about you I care about this pain If anything feels too strong or difficult, just go back to the neutral object. Or if you feel like dull and nothing's happening, refresh your memory and recollection of the situation. I see you. I feel this pain and I care about this pain. How can I care about this pain? How can I care? Maybe drop in the question and see what happens. drop in the question and listen to your gut your body how can I care for myself in this situation how can I meet my pain with compassion Returning to these kinds of phrases, intentions, observing mindfully, seeing what happens, letting it be an experiment, and practicing quietly together for a few minutes. And letting this situation, recollection go. Sending it off with well wishes. May I be happy. May I be free of suffering. May I meet my pain with compassion. May I find ease, well-being and happiness. Where is the peace in this moment for you? Relaxing your face, Head, neck, shoulders, throat. Where is the ease in this moment? Find the experience, the object of ease, of nourishment, and savor it, enjoy it, take it in for a few seconds. this heart of ease sending our well wishes outward may all beings everywhere be free of suffering may all beings everywhere live with ease